love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Mayhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody, and welcome into a fresh edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast here on this Monday. Yes, we're coming to you on a Monday, November 7th, Monday afternoon, as you finish up the first day of your work week. You got a fresh Sports Media Mayhem podcast in the bag. Uh, so how about that? Now you must be thinking, wow, what extraordinary circumstances uh, prompted me to record an edition of the show on a Monday? Well, it's because I think we just witnessed one of the worst, if not the worst, PR debacles in modern Boston sports history. And that's really the theme of today's show. Sports teams getting themselves into unnecessary PR nightmares. Last week, we spent some time talking about the Nets and their reported decision to hire Ime Udoka, who the Celtics, of course, suspended for one year. And then over the weekend, we learned that, quote unquote, strong voices whoever they are, are urging the Nets to not move forward with the Udoka signing. So it all ties in nicely here. And then coming up in a few minutes, I'm going to speak with John Guilfoyle, who is a PR crisis expert. He's head of J&G PR based out of Georgetown, Mass. They specialize in government and crisis work. John Guilfoyle will come on and talk about this Mitchell Miller signing from a PR perspective and just how the Bruins blew this in every single way they possibly could. And if he were with the Bruins, how John Guilfoyle would advise them to move forward now. Because this, as I said, a complete debacle, a complete disaster. And for a lot of stories, there are two sides, shades of gray, but there's none of that here. The Boston Bruins just had one of the worst 72 hours a sports organization could ever withstand. And again, the craziest thing is this was all self-inflicted. I'm sure you know by now, but in case you don't, a brief synopsis of the story. Mitchell Miller, hockey prospect, the Arizona Coyotes, drafted him in the fourth round of the 2020 NHL draft. He was also on North Dakota State's hockey team as well. Uh, But then the Arizona Republic came out with a report a few days later after the Coyotes had drafted Miller that he ruthlessly bullied and tormented a black classmate with developmental disabilities for years and years. And shortly after the Arizona Republic came out with this story, the Coyotes cut Miller and North Dakota State cut Miller from its hockey team as well. So the incident that garnered the most headlines was the lead of this Arizona Republic story, but Miller's tormenting of this classmate of his goes well beyond just this one incident, but this is the incident that actually got him in front of a juvenile court in Ohio, where they grew up around a, around Akron, uh, around Toledo, rather. Um, so this was the big incident. Miller was 14 years old. He admitted in an Ohio juvenile court that he bullied this classmate, Isaiah Meyer Crothers, who was tricked into licking a candy push pop that Miller and another boy had wiped in a bathroom urinal. Meyer Crothers had to be tested for hepatitis, HIV, and other STIs, but the tests came back negative, according to a police report. Now, as I said, that's one of the most heinous things you could ever hear, forcing a kid to lick a candy push pop that you put along a urinal. 
vile, vile, animalistic type behavior. But just saying that this was one incident, as heinous as an incident is, is actually giving Mitchell Miller too much credit because this was not just one incident. This happened continuously for years and years and years. Miles Crother and his mother told the Arizona Republic this bullying happened throughout most of his childhood, with Mitchell Miller constantly calling him brownie, the N-word, go pick cotton for us, all sorts of other horrible racial epithets, all while repeatedly hitting him as well. And by the way, this bullying continued after the juvenile court hearing. So Mitchell Miller didn't stop bullying his black developmentally disabled classmate after he was dragged to juvenile court. No, he continued for a few years after that. So again, just framing this as one incident with the, which the Bruins and their GM, Don Sweeney, tried to do continuously Friday when the signing was announced is just so odious because it's so wrong. And the more you found out about Mitchell Miller, somehow the worst it got. That's what Don Sini said Friday in just his disastrous meeting with the media. I've come to the understanding that I don't think forgiveness is part of this. Because if that happened to one of my own children, I can't categorically say that I would have forgiven it. But I would also applaud somebody that... Uh, if they were willing to, well, but I'd also applaud somebody that if you were willing to w- welcome somebody back for a second chance, you've got to walk that walk. Kind of jumbled phrasing there, but basically Don Sweeney is saying, you know, people deserve second chances and we're giving them a second chance now. And now it's time for him to walk that walk. But the fact of the matter is Mitchell Miller at 20 years old is not deserving of a second chance right now. There was no contrition whatsoever here. How do I know that Mitchell Miller has felt no contrition towards his classmate? Because he's only apologized to the classmate twice. Once via court order, a letter which he sent to this classmate. Again, court-ordered letter. And then he sent Myers Crother a message on Instagram two weeks ago. Yes, Isaiah Myers Crothers mothers said on Friday, she spoke with WBZ here in Boston, that Mitchell Miller only contacted her son two weeks ago and apologized via Instagram DM. That is showing no contrition whatsoever. And that shows me that this kid has no remorse at all for his actions at all. And then Cam Neely spoke Monday. The Bruins released Miller Sunday night. Neely spoke Monday after, by the way, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, and other players expressed their displeasure with the signing and their disagreement with the signing and how uncomfortable they were with the signing. Gary Bettman, NHL commissioner, also said Saturday that it's not even a given that Miller will ever be allowed to play in the NHL. So the Bruins clearly did... No research here whatsoever. They did not do their due diligence. They seemingly just slapped this together and rolled it out on Friday. I mean, unbelievable. So Cam Neely on Monday morning when he met with the media acknowledged the Bruins failed. Finally, somebody says the right thing over there. He re- and As I said, he revealed just how haphazard this process was. 
Uh, Neely said this, from everything I've heard, he was working on himself, working in programs to better himself. I was under the impression it was a 14-year-old kid who made a really, really bad decision. Again, bad decision, singular. No, this was not just one incident. This was not just one bad decision and did some horrible things. And he's 20 years old now. I was under the impression that he, in the last six years, had done a lot of work on himself. Again, what made Cam Neely think that, given that Mitchell Miller only reached out to his victim on Instagram two weeks ago? No contact with the family, no personal contact with the victim, just a DM on Instagram. And look, I am all in favor of second chances. I don't think something you you did at 14 years old should define you for the rest of your life. I don't think that even in Mitchell Miller's case, acting heinously and horribly and disgustingly throughout your youth and adolescence, that even doesn't necessarily uh, mean that you can't better yourself and move on with your life. And that doesn't mean that you're forever defined by how you acted as a middle schooler, high schooler. But you got to give me more than an apology over Instagram DM. We deal with this all the time at OutSports, where, and that's my other gig, at Moonlight there, Deputy Managing Editor. And we talk about this whenever athletes or sports figures say anti-gay slurs. They say the slur, they get caught, then usually comes the perfunctory apology. and. My point on that always is, okay, you apologized. That's nice. But then what else are you doing? What are you doing to right this wrong? What are you doing to indicate that you have learned from this episode? What are you doing to try to educate yourself so this doesn't happen again? What are you doing to learn the pain that you've caused this community through your words, through your actions? Mitchell Miller has done absolutely none of that at least that we know of. So what would make Cam Neely think of that? Think that he's working on himself. There's nothing that shows that, at least again, to our knowledge. Cam Neely said the Bruins decided to cut ties with Miller Sunday night based on new information. When asked what the new information was, Neely said the fact that the Bruins never reached out to the family of Meyer Crothers was, quote, concerning to him. And that it was, quote, absolutely a problem with the team's vetting process and internal discipline would be considered here. Man, I'd hope so. I mean, Cam Neely is the president of the Bruins organization. How did he not know that they didn't reach out to the victim's family? Neely revealed on Monday that the Bruins were working on Miller back in August. It is now early to mid-November. What were they doing for these two plus months if they weren't speaking to the victim's family, if they weren't looking into Mitchell Miller and the fact that he hasn't really apologized? I mean, the fact that he apologized two weeks ago on Instagram shows that the Bruins, I think, just said, hey, apologize and let's try to move on here. Yeah, apologies mean mean more than just typing out a few words on Instagram. This is a gross signing. It exposes all the worst aspects of professional sports it's befuddling. I mean, look, teams take on people with awful track records, criminal records in some cases all the time. But it's rare that you have a team do it with a kid like Mitchell Miller, who to call him a player is even is too kind because he is the definition of a project. He is 20 years old. He has not played high level hockey now for a couple of years. This is a project for the Bruins. Why did they think this was necessary? 
What a complete debacle. And the more the Bruins try to explain themselves, amazingly, the worse they look. The worse they look. So as I mentioned, John Guilfoyle, PR crisis management expert, joins me in a few minutes to break this down further.